Hello, and welcome back to Why Morocco, a bi-weekly podcast dedicated to spotlighting some of the creative personalities who share my love of the North African Kingdom of Morocco. My name's Mandy Sinclair, known online as Mandy in Morocco, and I'm the host of the show. On this week's episode, I've stepped out of the studio and into the Yves Saint Laurent Museum in Marrakech, where I caught up with some of the amazing team during the preview of the Moroccans exhibition, now on display. I had the chance to chat with Madame Christine Alloy, the mother of late photographer Leila Alloy, whose works are currently on display. I've also chatted with Christophe Martin, the sonographer, and Bjorn Dahlstrom, the director of the museum. So let's listen in as I chat with Madame Alloy in the Studio Café just inside the museum. I'm with Mrs. Christine Alloy, the mother of the very talented late photographer Leila Alloy, who was tragically taken far too young during a terrorist attack in Burkina Faso in 2016. Um, just this week, the Yves Saint Laurent Museum unveiled the exhibit called The Moroccans. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me a little bit about the project The Moroccans and what Leila's goal was for this project? Okay, well, uh, Leila started this project very early on. And she wanted to do uh, all the regions of Morocco mm-hmm. to show all the traditions that were fading away and you know and mm-hmm. changing and that. so she wanted to to make sure that she had uh, recorded all all, mm-hmm. all these people all all, all these clothes closing mm-hmm. and uh, so she started touring Morocco but uh, and she did many regions already but she she didn't finish yeah, mm-hmm. she had planned to do more but. Uh, mm-hmm. she, of course, she never uh, mm-hmm. could do it. So she started, I think, in uh, in twenty twelve mm-hmm. uh, already, and she did it until uh, until uh, almost the year of her death. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would say for three years she toured Morocco. Mm-hmm. She toured the wow. whole country. Okay. Okay. What I I remember one of the most moving projects that I ever saw. Um, was her film called Crossings. Okay. Yeah. What I really respected about her work is she gives a voice to people that we might otherwise not know of, like yeah. the people that we see in the Moroccans exhibit. Would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, she mm-hmm. she always gave a, a voice to the to the homeless, to to mm-hmm. the people you don't think of mm-hmm. of giving a voice. You know, she she always fought for these people and uh, and when she was doing a project like that you know she was uh, it, it was never a stolen image so she would come and spend some time with the people mm-hmm. uh, like when she did the Moroccan she would move to a village usually these uh, these villages were quite uh, uh, quite far in, in some region you know mm-hmm. so she had to to spend like a few weeks with these people mm-hmm. starting uh, so she could meet the ladies and yeah. talk to them and get uh, and, and, and get a feeling uh, so they could, could trust her. Uh-huh. So she spent a lot of time before before doing the work, you know, mm-hmm. to, to get to know the people and all that. Exactly. And I think that's really, um, looking at the images that we saw, I think that really comes across. The people You could see in the eyes and the way that people really were opening up to her in the photos. They're very striking, and that, I think, can only be achieved by... by, uh, by staying with people, by trusting these people, by respecting them, you know? Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a very beautiful film called... Uh, uh, made in India when she went to do the film in, uh, in India because it's the equivalent of the Moroccan 
made in India. Uh, she went to a factory mm-hmm. where she photographed uh, for two months a uh, thousand women. Wow. And a young uh, Indian man, a uh, photographer, was uh, following her. Mm-hmm. And there's a beautiful little video on, on the net called Made in India. And you see the words, the way she approached people, mm-hmm. you know, with the kindness and mm-hmm. all that. And in, in that video, there's a beautiful scene where there's a worker who comes in the studio, you know, they, mm-hmm. they stay in line because she was doing a thousand people. So they were mm-hmm. staying in line just to come and get their mm-hmm. photo taken. And you see this lady coming in, all tired, you know, with the head, mm-hmm. uh, with the shoulder, you know, in yeah. front of her. You, you see really the lady is, is not doing too well. And, you know, she starts she start touching her, touching her. Her cheek, uh, touching the air, and then you see the woman who opens up, starts mm-hmm. smiling and all that. And you, so, so you see the, the approach. She was uh, the kindness, you know, the the empathy, and that's how she was able to to get these mm-hmm. uh, images. You know? mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, there are thirty portraits on display mm-hmm. at the moment, but I understand there are a whole lot more photos within oh, yeah. the co- Moroccans yes, collection. Yes. Oh yeah, there is about uh, there are hundreds. Hundreds, hundreds. yeah. Okay. Hundreds. And where are they? Um, uh, they for? are uh, they are in my house. Okay. <laughs> because you know, um, Leila wanted to make sure for some reason maybe she, she felt something because mm-hmm. each time she would come home she was making sure that I knew where her work was. You know, each time she was mm-hmm. asking me, Do you have my hard drive? You know where they are? I said, yes, they know, of course, mm-hmm. I know where they are. They are in that, that you know, uh-huh. that room and uh, they're all there. And many times she asked me, it's kind of strange, you know, uh-huh. so, so I, I, I have all these hard drives. And uh, we hired uh, an art historian uh, in Geneva who is doing the, you know, the, how do you say, the... Archive. The archive and all yeah. that. It's mm-hmm. been, she's been working on it for, for two and a half years because mm-hmm. there are so many, so many things, you know. Yeah. So, um, so we're doing uh, that, uh, and then it be, be much easier because now there are many hard drives. Some things are <laughs> doubled. Mm-hmm. Some things incredible. So mm-hmm. she's uh, cleaning all that, and, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, and, and it's a lot of work. Really yeah, a lot of work. Absolutely. Uh, uh, only on the mobile phones. Uh, we have like 8,000 photos, you know, on two mobiles. And that, wow. uh, each photo, even in a mobile, is as important as, uh, as an art, art, art uh, photo. Exactly. Art print. So it's a, it's a lot of work. Plus yeah. text she wrote and uh, films, you know, she mm-hmm. did little videos. And so all that is a lot of work. Absolutely. And so... Um, were you involved in selecting the photos that are we see on display in the Yves Saint Laurent Museum? Uh, what we did, we chose the first uh, images that Leila was showing, mm-hmm. the 20 that she has shown uh, worldwide. Mm-hmm. And uh, my daughter, Yasmina, uh, who is an artist as well, and worked a lot with her sister, mm-hmm. uh, made a selection of more images, maybe 20 or 30, I don't know. And um, the people from from the museum chose uh, decided to take ten of them, mm-hmm. but my daughter did the selection, not myself. Okay. And I like her to be involved with her sister's uh, work because yeah. because she's the one who knew exactly mm-hmm. what she wanted, and mm-hmm. uh, and she's the one who retouched all the photos that uh, the new ones that Leila didn't have time to retouch because okay. Leila was doing the retouching, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
there's a lot of attachment because uh, Leila and Yasuna, both of them, they are very <laughs> peculiar about their retouching. And mm-hmm. it takes two days to do a photo. Yeah, yeah Each photo takes two days. Uh-huh. Uh, Yasuna told me that Leila was quite incredible about retouching the images when mm-hmm. she's, she's the, the hard drive and the, you know and the fichier uh, mm-hmm. and she sees how it's done she said wow she's, she was really incredible and Yasmina is very good for that too mm-hmm. so she's the one doing that wonderful and I know there are some that have never been shown to the public before mm-hmm. because I have seen some of the Leila's works um, as part of an exhibition in Valencia okay. last year, a okay. year ago. Um, but there was also, I'm Canadian, there was also an exhibition in Montreal, wasn't there? Yes, exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Museum uh, of Montreal, they, they saw uh, some people, from, some photos from uh, Nopa Sahara mm-hmm. and uh, from the Moroccan, I think, as well. Yeah, they mm-hmm. had a very nice exhibit mm-hmm. in Montreal at the yeah. Musée des Beaux-Arts. Exactly, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they even bought, uh, I think, uh, some some photos later, oh, wow. yeah, for the museums. Oh, wow, yeah, that's wonderful. I think that's what my, the, gallery, the, the art gallery represents, Leila, Galleria mm-hmm. Continua. I think they told me that they, they bought some artwork for the museum, which is going to be in the collection. And so um, there is now the Leila Aloy Foundation, is mm-hmm. that correct? What, yeah. what are you, what activities so, is it? The first uh, mission with the, the foundation was to make um, to take all the hard drives and to, to make an inventory yeah. and that's we're still doing that with this mm-hmm. uh, art historian in Geneva so that was the first mission you know to save the work to classify the work and all that mm-hmm. and um, uh, now what we would like to do is uh, find a, a place maybe in Marrakech so we're going to ask uh, the authorities, uh, a, 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 a big place where we can have some kind of a museum, you know, where we can show Leila's work. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can invite uh, other uh, photographers like her, mm-hmm. woman photographer maybe, who are involved in the mm-hmm. same projects she, she yeah. loves to do. Uh, so we can have conferences, we can see some, show some movies, uh, mm-hmm. we can have a cafeteria for the young, mm-hmm. young students, you know, in yeah. Marrakech, uh, mm-hmm. a library, uh, like, like, a, like a really a museum, mm-hmm. some museum, and an art center as well. Mm-hmm. Know, so, uh, we want, what we want to do too is create a prize, Leila Alawi. Mm-hmm. Um, some foundation in America just uh, did the fellowship Leila Alawi in one of their foundation which is based in Italy. So mm-hmm. a lot of things are happening worldwide, yeah. you know. Uh, the mayor, uh, in Paris, there are different uh, mayors, you know, in, mm-hmm. in each arrondissement of Paris, mm-hmm. there is a mayor. And they dedicated one of, uh, of the mayors, dedicated a, um, a room, which has, has never been done in France, uh, to Leila, where they have exhibits. Wow. You know, uh, uh, and this mary is very important because it's uh, it's um, uh, the mary du quatrième, and the mary du quatrième has uh, under its supervision Musée Picasso, Notre Dame, Bobo, wow. uh, Maison Européenne de la Photographie. So it uh, it's a very important uh, mary, mary, mm-hmm. mary in Paris. And that's important to mention because. You're French and your husband's Moroccan, yeah, right? So Leila was French Moroccan. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. French Moroccan. Mm-hmm. And in France uh, and here maybe soon, they're mm-hmm. starting to name uh, 
streets, uh, Leila Alawi streets, you know, mm-hmm. there's, uh, in, Ro- in Rouen, in Paris, they're building a whole, whole new neighborhood and they're going to do uh, the Centre Simon Veil and they have uh, the square Martha Graham. And uh, the internals dis- decided the first street would be should be named Leila Alawi. Wow. So there are a lot of incredible things happening. Yeah, in, uh, keeping her memory yeah, alive. Her memory. That's brilliant. Yeah, I think someday she'll end up having the Nobel Prize, you know. Yeah. I, I, you know, I see things uh, growing up, going up, and, you know, it's just uh, crazy. And she hated mm-hmm. to be in the light. She, mm-hmm. she was very discreet, you know. Yes. She's, so that's, uh-huh. that's strange because that's not what she wanted. Yeah. And what she's... What, what what is incredible is uh, she was killed in in Africa. She defended always defended uh, Africa and you know the Sub-Saharan. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a symbol. She was killed in Burkina Faso, and mm-hmm. uh, and the Burkina people they they called in French the the les hommes intègres, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's like a symbol. She was she was killed there. And uh, she was working for Amnesty when she was there mm-hmm. on mission for wom- for the woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were precociously married, you know, we were mm-hmm. married too young. Mm-hmm. And which is what's incredible, she was killed the day of the anniversary of the birth of Martin Luther King. And she was mm-hmm. 33, which is... Mm-hmm. So all these are really high, strong yeah. symbols, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So that happens. Yeah. she matters. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so we do see a lot of women, female portraits in the exhibition. Yeah. Is there one, I mean, in general portrait that's, uh, I think one speaks that, to you. Yeah. I, I think it speaks to me because uh, I know <laughs> it's, uh-huh. uh, the one Leila preferred. So, you know, since uh, everything she's not here, I, I, I live like uh, a travel, you know, uh-huh. it's a, uh, so I guess because this was her favorite, it's, it's my favorite. It's the old man that's uh, the highest one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, it's funny because they choose to make that uh, the highest photo of, of, of the exhibition. And they did not know it was Leila's favorite photo. Wow. So it's kind of... A, and that's the one, there's the elderly man the dressed elderly in the jalaba, right? And, uh, mm-hmm. and Leila loved that photo because when she, she did the first uh, prints for the, from the Moroccans, mm-hmm. and when she wanted to offer something, she, she, was, she was printing that old man. So I guess she had something uh, very special mm-hmm. when she met him. Yeah. She must have liked him a lot. Or, uh-huh. So I would say that's my favorite because that's the one she liked the mm-hmm. best, you know. Yeah, I'm sat down with Christophe Martin. It's interesting, they, as he said, um, you know, there's all these traditions and they really are the people that you can see walking yeah. down the street. Yeah, um, and what I loved is that she got the guy in the, yeah. the sport, the Puma. Is it a Puma jacket that he's wearing? Oh, the yeah, young, yeah, so, the yes, young sir. boy. I mean, that's also yeah, Morocco course, as much course, as... Yeah, um, that's why they chose, chose yeah, photos, you know? she's really captured... Yeah all sides because uh-huh. the, the society is so yeah, complex course. and it is, it is. Um, diverse and yeah. so it yeah, she's really captured it's it. It's very interesting too the, the way they put yeah. all these veiled women you know the three uh-huh. of them it's very interesting yeah and you know I found this making up when she went to do the Moroccans I had a little uh, Sony camiscope and she mm-hmm. asked me to take it to, to shoot the road and all that. Mm-hmm. And I found this video in, the, in my basement, you know. And, and this is what they show at the exhibit, that little video really? where, where you see uh-huh. it's on the screen. Maybe you didn't okay. see it. Okay. And it's very interesting to look at it because you see, she did, she, in the condition she did these photos, which are very difficult conditions. Mm-hmm. You know? 
she she used to go to to the local souk, you know, sometime in, in the summer when it when it's hot, she would just put her black curtains and uh, wow. And oh, you see, you so it really see. was like in the souk. Yeah, oh, you wow. see the yeah, I will do. It's very interesting. Uh-huh. You don't see it very well because it's uh, on a small screen. Mm-hmm. But it's really interesting because when you see these photos, they look so clean. You know, the mm-hmm. pic, uh, she did it in an air conditioned studio. Yeah. You know, but not at all. Wow. She did it in very very difficult condition. In, uh, in sometimes very remote villages, and you see uh, you see all the people coming by. Uh, mm-hmm. She's looking at them. Mm-hmm. Once she sees a face, she asks the man who is helping her to to talk to the guy, so he can uh-huh. she can take his photograph. And you see all these women coming in, leaving their basket next to her. In another one, you see the, the meat cooking, the dust. You know, wow. the, it's uh, uh-huh. it was not easy. You know, yeah. and she was going with her lights and. Uh, all over, all over Morocco. Amazing. Uh, it's very interesting. The, the porteur d'eau, you know, the one mm-hmm. that carries the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, we almost put that here because it was very interesting, but they were afraid it would make maybe too much noise since there are a lot of people coming in. Mm-hmm. But she tells the story of that man, you know, which is the most iconic image. It's the one you see in the streets everywhere. Mm-hmm. And she, she said it's in, it's in the middle atlas, you know, in the mm-hmm. very, very remote villages. It took her a long, long time to get to that village, you know, with the equipment and all mm-hmm. that. It was hard. And so she set up her studio in the, in the souk there. And she, I remember she told me, and she tells that on France Culture, she tells the story of that. Uh-huh. And that day she was tired. She was not happy because, uh, you know, she, she, was, she didn't like what she photographed. And she was packing her equipment, and, uh, you know, yeah. and she heard somebody with a bell. And uh, she turned around and that man was there, you know, that photo you see everywhere. Wow. And, and so he stood in front of her, like saying, so you're not going to photograph me? So she had to unpack her thing. <laughs> she took two shots of him, you know, and the guy left. So it was like a present, you know, to wow. her. Because he didn't even wait to see the photo, you know, because mm-hmm. I gave her a little Sony camera, a Sony uh, printer. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, what she used to do is do a little print of, of the photo to these people who some, wow. some of them have, don't have any photo because uh-huh. they live in the country. But that guy, you know, is like a present to her. Because, yeah. You know, he just came in two shots and he left. And this is this has become the iconic image of the Moroccan. You know, yeah. that's the one on in front, on, on top of the, of the catalog and all that. Uh, and have you seen him ever again? No, never, no. Mm-hmm. never, never. And she has never seen, because he was very in a mm-hmm. very remote village yeah. in the Middle Atlas. You yeah. know, not accessible very easily. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's some fun stories like that. uh, Yeah. And so were you traveling with her as well on all of it? No. Never. On that, uh, Mm -hmm. for the Moroccan, she wanted to do it herself because Mm -hmm. uh, she felt more comfortable Mm -hmm. because it was, they were difficult uh, conditions. So she wanted to do it herself. What she would do usually, she was taking an assistant Mm -hmm. who could help her carry the thing and who was helping her, you know, to to look at the people. because she's a woman, so when she saw face, she liked the, the, her assistant, who was a man, would ask mm-hmm. the guy, do you, would you like mm-hmm. to come and have mm-hmm. a photograph taken? But uh, I helped her on some, uh, for crossing, for example. Mm-hmm. There are some scenes uh, on, in crossings that are shot in the, in the forest mm-hmm. that I took her early in the morning in Tangier mm-hmm. to, to do the screen. And I even had a photo of her shooting the trees mm-hmm. that I took. 
and my husband took her, rented the boat. You know, there is a uh -huh. scene where you, uh, you, where you yeah. can see the sea. Mm -hmm. That's my husband who took her there. Uh -huh. took her. So we, we helped her in, in, yeah. in some projects. Yeah. Uh, uh, no pasara, we didn't go with her because she went to live in Hosaima for mm -hmm. months, you know, to meet uh, all these young people and talk to them and all that. So we were always, uh, always mm -hmm. very present here yeah. with the mm -hmm. whole family, her mm -hmm. brother. Mm -hmm. Dad, my, my sister, my, my daughter, mm -hmm. she was always showing us uh, yeah. her work. It's she wanted to know what, what we thought mm -hmm. all the time. And what I love about this exhibit is that it's open to the public, so anybody, yeah, it's lovely that everybody can come. Nice, of course, mm -hmm. she, she would have done it, of course. Yes. Nalena was always broke, you know, she, she always gave everything she had. And, uh -huh. and of course, she, I love that uh, people don't pay for the, for the mm -hmm. exhibit. Yeah. Absolutely. I know that's, that's, that's very smart. They did that, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's, it's, it's good for the museum. Too, mm -hmm. I think for them, it's a good image as well, mm -hmm. you know. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's very, yeah. very smart. Yeah. And you know what they're going to do? They're going to bring all the public school. Uh, that's what we want to do if mm -hmm. when, when we find a place uh, in Marrakech. Mm -hmm. I would prefer to have uh, the, the center. It's not going to be a museum. It's more like a center where mm -hmm. we can have Student coming, yeah. children's school, you know, public mm -hmm. school. That's mm -hmm. what the, they're going to do here. Yes. They're going to bring all the public school the children mm -hmm. can't uh, afford, who don't go to museums. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's very interesting. Uh, I've seen many exhibits of Leila worldwide, in France, uh, mm -hmm. in, in, everywhere, uh, in Spain, uh, in Beirut. Yeah. And it's very interesting to see the reaction of, of the people when mm -hmm. they're in front of these images. You know, I've seen people cry even mm -hmm. if they didn't know Layla. Yeah. The, the images are so strong. You know, there's something. So, uh, I think she really captures the, the emotion of the yeah. person. You can feel like you're yeah. standing face and to face. Some people cry. It's mm -hmm. very interesting. Mm -hmm. And the children, they yeah. love, you know, she was at Paris Photo mm -hmm. uh, two years ago. And the gallery presents her. They have a very tall image of Layla. Like the, the one they have, yeah, mm -hmm. the big one, even bigger than this one. And all the children, they were coming, you know, uh -huh. they, they all stopped and took photo in front of the, the mm -hmm. images. Mm -hmm. even, even the children, they have a very strong, very special relationship to, the, to these photos. To these, mm -hmm. uh, and why do you think that is? I don't know what they feel, you know, I, I think uh, she wanted to send a message and mm -hmm. I think people understand it and mm -hmm. feel it and you mm -hmm. know uh, there's so much respect uh, yeah. toward these people but mm -hmm. uh, I think uh, yeah. people are stunned kind of stunned you know yeah She's incredibly that's, talented. Yeah, mm -hmm. I remember I was working for, I was the international press officer during the Marrakesh Biennale in 2016. Mm -hmm. And I remember there was going to be a project that she presented a video, right, of okay. the, mm, so, was it factory workers in France? Oh, yes, she started, the, that's a project she started doing. Mm -hmm. That was, she was very involved with that project. Mm -hmm. um, she she wanted to go and talk to all the the workers from Renault, from mm -hmm. the factory Renault, mm -hmm. who are retired now. Mm -hmm. And she was getting away from photography. You know, she she was a little tired of doing photography, mm -hmm. and she wanted to do videos and then uh, films. You know, mm -hmm. she wanted. And so she's, that was the first video she did of a, a long-term long project she was mm -hmm. planning to do. 
and she wanted to to do the first generation of immigration. Mm -hmm. She came to France, then the second, then the third. And so she was going to meet all these people and their children and their grandchildren, mm -hmm. and which is very strange. She wanted, she was positioning herself to find out what, why, why these people, um, you know, the, uh, after mm -hmm. what happened to their parents and their grandparents, why mm -hmm. are they getting involved in the, in, the, in integrism and mm -hmm. why do uh, are they killing themselves and blowing themselves up? And you know, and she was caught up in that, you know, which is very strange. Mm -hmm. But that's what she wanted to to do. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's strange because I found some, uh, I found some uh, articles uh, from the Newsweek, dated from uh, when, she, when she was in university, so like uh, 13 years ago, mm -hmm. and she was already keeping articles on. Uh, on integrism and, wow. and all that. So know. the subjects that the really subject matter to her. Matter to mm -hmm. her. Wow. Strange, was, which is even strange, strange, she was in New York on, on September 11th, not far from things. She was going to school there. She was uh, in Paris, you know, at the Bataclan mm -hmm. on November 14th. She, she, with her boyfriend, she passed by the Bataclan uh, on bicycle, maybe two hours before they had uh, what happened. Before what wow. happened, she was here uh, in, in when they had the Jamaica mm -hmm. thing at Cafe Argana. She was nearby, so she was always very strange. She was in Beirut, of course, many times. Mm -hmm. they had, mm -hmm. She was living there, and many times they, they had, uh, mm -hmm. of course, and and when she was shot in. The, in Burkina, you know, uh, she talked to the guy who saved her and put her in his motorcycle. Mm -hmm. She survived for three days, and and she told him, "Oh, listen, you know, I." You know, she told him he was a Burkina. You know, I was in very near, very near many many times. I could have been shot. I could have been among what um, the attentats, and I come to Africa to get uh, uh -huh. to get shots. You know, uh -huh. and she told him that the the guy who saved him. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of strange yeah, mm -hmm. to be there at that mm -hmm. time. Uh, yeah. She was not even supposed to be there that week. She changed everything. She was supposed to be there earlier. And, yeah. and so, uh -huh. you know, when, you, when it's written. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think some people have to leave early to stay in, mm -hmm. to, to stay in the humanity of, uh, of mm -hmm. some artists, you know. Yeah. I think that's her time. That, she could, yeah. have, she could have been somewhere else. But, mm -hmm. uh, wow. So. The exhibit's on until February yeah. 7th, is that right? Yeah, long mm -hmm. time, yeah. So hopefully some of the listeners will have a chance to come and see it. Yeah, Because yeah. it's certainly so. wonderful. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. No, but really, it's been a real pleasure. Like, thank, thank you for taking the time. Welcome. I know you've had some visitors come from okay. out of town. So yes. thank you very much. It's You're been lovely welcome. to meet you. <laughs> thank you. And best okay. of luck with the exhibit. Thank you. I'm now heading inside the Moroccans exhibition to meet with the curator Guillaume de Sender and the museum sonographer Christophe Marta. Okay, so what are you doing, Guillaume? So uh, I'm an art curator. Uh, my specialty is photography, mm -hmm. and I work all around the, the, the world mm -hmm. with many museums, especially uh, in Middle East and uh, some museums in Europe, in Switzerland, for example, or French, of course. 
Uh-huh. And for me, uh, it's one of my first exhibitions here in Marrakech. I just did it another in uh, Institut Français. It's uh, the French Embassy. Yeah. And it was also about uh, Leila Ella's work. So right now we're sitting in the gallery where Ella, Leila Aloui's um, exhibition, The Moroccans, is opening tonight. I met Leila, there is maybe uh, four years ago mm-hmm. in uh, Beirut. And we had uh, work together. Uh, she, me like uh, art creator and Leila like a photographer, of course. Uh, yeah. And uh, after she, she died, mm-hmm. uh, his family um, asked me uh, to help uh, to do an exhibition great to, to create okay. yeah. and so how many works are on display there is 30 30 pictures 30 pictures yeah. okay. 31 with the big one okay is, yes 31 30 plus one like, okay so it means 20 small small size and mm. 10 bigger size uh, you know um, this exhibition is very special because uh, 10 or 12 pictures uh, was never exhibited so oh, wow. it's a new choice. Uh, I work with the family to, to find uh, new pictures to, to show. Not a new, not a new vision, um, something too traditional, because the, the, the Maroc, it's more than just uh, old, uh, old tradition. Yes, yeah, okay. exactly. It's because we, we had choice, for example, this guy. With a uh, puma jacket, mm-hmm. because it's a part of the the real Maroc. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly, absolutely. So, just for people who are listening in, can you just give us a bit of a description of what the Moroccans exhibit is? Well, I think uh, what is interesting, uh, you know, uh, as you know, because you did some uh, some interviews, uh, mm-hmm. I'm working a lot in Morocco, and what I like in this exhibition because you, now. It's, it's a vision of Morocco uh, as um, it's not only the traditional Morocco, mm-hmm. it's an opening of what I, what I know about Morocco. You see there is all these people, you meet everywhere in the street, yeah. we still exist. Mm-hmm. We don't know yet, for example, this one, the, the, we are just in front of, a, I don't know, you call it in English. The, the water cellar. The water mm-hmm. cellar, yeah. I think maybe in 10 years, we, this, this one will disappear. So mm-hmm. they are like a witness. And so, but here it's a mix between the past and the future of Morocco. It's a very young country. Mm-hmm. So now Morocco is this one. You yes. Mean, you, you, maybe uh-huh. you can explain. It's the, this young with uh, the, the Puma yeah. outfit. I show Morocco. Moroccans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this exhibition is really the witness of what, what is the situation in Morocco now. It's a, it's a, we are the frontier between the past and the future. And you can feel it here. In Marrakech particularly or around no, in Morocco? This exhibition. In this city, in, in this, this exhibition. exhibition. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, there is a lot of photo about um, people from Marrakech, but mm-hmm. Not, not only. Mm-hmm. But, you know, maybe I didn't tell you, I have a house in Morocco in a, in a lost country called mm-hmm. Azemur, and all these people, they're here. Yeah. They're, they're, they're from Azemur in some, uh-huh. in some point. Yeah. So it's really uh, for, for, for tourists who come for, for first time in Morocco, mm-hmm. and we will 
go through the exhibition, but we see the real Marrakesh. I completely agree because I live in Marrakesh and I live in Gilles, not far from the museum. Mm. And this man that's holding um, a chicken, like even in the city center, just taking a taxi wherever you need to go. So it is absolutely true that, and this woman, you know, you see the fortune tellers on Jim Fana, even mm. still, you have to know what you're looking for, yeah. but they are still very much part of society. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah still here. Mm-hmm. No, it's a very exciting exhibition. And so tell me about how you put it together to make it look so, so beautiful. So the idea, the idea was just, uh, how can I say? I want to, I, I, the idea was to, it's old, you know, I can speak a lot for a lot of things when I have to speak about my work. It's <laughs> I want to, 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 to give this exhibition to, to Moroccans. Mm-hmm. And the idea was, to, to, to install like mirror, uh-huh. okay. So when the people enter the exhibition, they are, I did it very simple. It's like mirror on the wall, and in fact they see each other. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So they enter in the exhibition. They see this big, this this big photo. I did this blue up, uh-huh. and because this man, you can see this blue up, is the one you see everywhere in uh-huh. Morocco. Uh-huh. So they are they are home. Yeah, the elderly man in a jalaba. And the idea is when the Moroccan were there, they are beyond the title, they are part of the exhibition. I want the, the public to be part of the exhibition. So it, the Moroccan are on the wall and they are in the room. And from what I understand, it's free admission for everyone to come yes, into this exhibition, yes. is that correct? Pierre Berger had this idea at the beginning. He wants to, to have this uh, space polyvalent. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you can see from the museum, so you have to pay the entrance, and he wants to open to the to the to the public, yeah, to the public. audience, to the mm-hmm. country. So that's reasonably two entry. The other entry is for free entrance. Um, can we talk about the permanent collection as well? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've just been in the. I've seen the changeover in yeah. the permanent collection. Yeah. So what is interesting in this? Uh, we call rotation this new this, mm-hmm. this new uh, exhibition mm-hmm. it's now we try because at the beginning we let's say we say we, we show the kind of classical mm-hmm. and this second exhibition show something less classical for me it's more if Saint Laurent fact, but it's oh, not really? yeah because if you check the, all the dress you can see there you didn't see it there before you know, mm-hmm. exactly. they, are, they are most unknown in fact mm-hmm. and and we try to I'm very happy because people like it. Okay. Because for me, there is some of some of the look are very Yves Saint Laurent, mm-hmm. and uh, you don't see you do you don't see them in in big exhibition. Mm-hmm. So and that's that's the um, character of Marrakech because mm-hmm. we have this big open space. We can be different than mm-hmm. you know all these big museums. They want to show the classical, the Mondrian dress. But mm-hmm. Mondrian dress is still there. Yeah. People, they, they're, they're very happy they, because they can see something different. It seems Saint Laurent, but it's a, a similar, a never seen Saint Laurent. So what are some of the pieces that people can expect to see? Uh, so you went there, I guess. Mm-hmm. So there's, we, tr- we start with, uh, with all these uh, gold and black uh, dresses, mm-hmm. which are very beautiful and a lot of mystery. And you have... Um, 
it's hard to explain, but uh, there is some look like uh, from China. Mm-hmm. I think because he, you know he was uh, he has all this um, uh, inspiration for all this country. We saw some Chinese uh, look, and uh, mm-hmm. um, there is a lot of uh, I don't know how you say imprimé in English, like uh, prints. Prints, yeah, mm-hmm. all these patterns, mm-hmm. which was very amazing, very modern. It was mm-hmm. done in the in the seventies and the in the eighties, and mm-hmm. so so contemporary now. Yeah. So really, you know, when you when you go through the exhibition, you see he's really alive. Every yeah. year, when you go to let's say Zara or whatever, uh-huh. I don't want to. Yeah, like Saint Laurent is everywhere. Absolutely. He really is. Yeah. But that's an, what I found it interesting what you said about like there's a lot more of the black collection in mm-hmm. the um, the exhibition hall. And I did notice that when I went through to visit a couple of weeks ago. But I found that interesting because Saint Laurent really credits Morocco for give, like inspiring him to use color in yeah. his mm-hmm. um, in his collection. So I thought that was an interesting choice to put some of the black um, dresses and robes in the permanent. Because so you know, for Yves Saint Laurent, black was a color. Mm-hmm. So, at the beginning, because it was not maybe comfortable, because, yeah, you know, when, when you work, you learn during your mm-hmm. work. So, for, I guess it was easier for him to, to, to work in black and white because mm-hmm. it, it's a, it's like a drawing. So, mm-hmm. you, you draw with a black pencil. Mm-hmm. And when he came in Morocco, as the legend say, he mm-hmm. discovered the color. It's, it's a kind of legend, but maybe... Yeah. The, the, yeah, this when you come to Morocco, you see the color everywhere. So yeah. we can imagine it was he was impressed about it. But for him, for example, this black and black and gold uh, mm-hmm. section, for him, it's color. If you if you look at, it, he, he was playing like yeah. colors. And so, thing um, items like the Irish jacket that were inspired by Van Gogh and the silk taffeta dress are no longer on display. Is that for conservation reasons or just to change up to keep the so collection for, moving? For sure, the the, the big um, you know it's a it's a very uh, the museum is very concerned about the conservation. Mm-hmm. So as you know, we are when the the, the dress are exposed more more than nine months. Uh, no, it's, it's nine months here. We try to 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 have them rest for for, for something like a minimum one one year and a half. So that's the reason why. Look to show. So so there is no Van Gogh, but there is something else. Yeah. It's the opportunity to show the diversity mm-hmm. of, of this work. Absolutely. Yeah. So how often will the collection be changing? So um, we have a stock for five years here. Mm-hmm. So and we will change every nine months. Okay, because there's like five thousand pieces in the collection, right? Uh, there is a, more than five thousand pieces, but okay. in Paris, uh, okay. in Paris, the the all. I think it's even more because now they start to work on the watch. I mean, the, the ready mm-hmm. to wear mm-hmm. because ready to wear is very important at, uh, for Yves Saint Laurent, mm-hmm. what we call it, gauche. Mm-hmm. And so now, when we speak about five thousand, is Haute couture, but you have to imagine there is a, even more than five thousand oh, wow. who are coming in. Yeah. Because uh, uh, pre- uh, ready to wear, it's huge. Because mm-hmm. what is interesting with uh, ready to wear, when when you buy a shirt, mm-hmm. it's like today you have it in black and what we have yeah. all different colors. And uh, if Saint Laurent, he didn't consider for him ready to wear was like haute couture. He, he was paying the same attention mm-hmm. of it. So. I'm very excited to see what we're going to do with uh, Ready to Wear because I really liked what he did for Ready to Wear. So, to to come back to the, what you said, here there is a, I don't know something like a, 
two or three hundred looks, okay. three hundred dress, but the whole collection in Paris it's now haute couture of five thousand, but I guess there is five hour five thousand who are uh -huh. coming from the from the ready to wear. So we will start seeing more of the ready to wear then in Marrakesh. In Marrakesh, but you know it's it's always a question of organization and administration. Mm -hmm. For now the, the, the dress were here, they are here for five years. After further, they have to go to the and maybe in this new uh, arrival, you will have uh, ready to wear. And so, why is it that um, they can only stay? The dresses can only stay out for nine months. What is it that? Uh, so it's a, you know, it's a, just for protection. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to imagine a museum is like an hospital. Mm -hmm. So when you get when a, a one piece get in the, in the in the museum, she gets in the hospital, and the goal is to to um, to be immortal. Mm -hmm. In fact, so. If, if, if you want to have a dress, immortality doesn't exist for things, but the idea is to, 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 to find the way to keep as long as, as possible. So uh, we have to protect them from the lights, yep. for, the, for, for, for the light, but to protect them from the, all the batteries, for the, for the air. So the idea is when, when we're exposed, then normally more than, it's, it's, it's really like you, very mm -hmm. little. Um, Uh, book note uh, we yep. call it Carnet de Santé I don't know mm -hmm. how you call it yep. and you note okay this dress was exposed from yeah yes. like and a vaccination yes next. vaccination right. and then seven means they okay. need to rest yep. for 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 a while for mm -hmm. example when you are very very uh, old dress uh, for example for 17th century I don't speak mm -hmm. about yeah. it's, it's an example mm -hmm. 17, 17th century mm -hmm. normally when you expose three months Mm -hmm. the, the dress has to rest nine years. Oh wow! Yes, because it's, that's the only way for for, for 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 to keep it for for eternity. I think as yeah. long as mm -hmm. possible. And now it's off to meet the big boss of the museum, Bjorn Dalstrom, in his office. You've had an amazing Nordina Mir exhibition. The Jacques Majorelle, I thought, was outstanding. Now you have Leila Alawi. There's a cine club. The permanent collections changed. It's been Quite it's, a year. It's been quite a year. Mm -hmm. I'm happy you're recording up on, uh, on, on what we're doing here. Mm -hmm. It's uh, we, we were starting, it's not, all, I mean, it's almost a year. It will be a year in, in three weeks from now. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just need probably to sit down and see what we've been doing, really. Uh, not only the temporary exhibition you mentioned, but also the rotation of the, of the Saint Laurent models uh, and looks, uh, all the events we've been programming, mm -hmm. not only. Once again, in the, in the, the auditorium, uh, and we have mm -hmm. the contemporary dance performances, uh, cine club uh, every week, yeah. uh, classical music concerts, uh, conferences, uh, rencontres or meetings mm -hmm. between creative people and so on, uh, plus what we've been doing in the garden as well, uh, publishing books, uh, co-publishing, co uh -huh. uh, so it's been quite... Uh, quite exciting and quite, we've been quite busy, mm -hmm. but it's just the beginning oh. and, uh, and we, are, we are definitely uh, focused on the next, uh, the second year, mm -hmm. uh, which will be as intense as the previous one. So we have the, the opening today, this exhibition of Leila mm -hmm. with the Moroccans, uh, we'll have soon an exhibition uh, with the, uh, the artist Christo, uh, then an exhibition once again focusing on, uh, on traditional Moroccan skills, but contemporary, we will be showing a collection of contemporary readings coming from, uh, from a Berber region in Taos East Morocco. Uh, then afterwards, about two painters who, who 
I mean, I'm, I'm talking about the end of, of, of next year, mm -hmm. two painters who were quite uh, active in Morocco, Jacques Azema and uh, Mohamed Ben Alal. Uh, this is for next uh, next fall. So we'll have once again four exhibitions mm -hmm. next year. We are going on on uh, our Cine Club uh, program. Mm -hmm. We are going on the second part of the favorite films of Yves Saint Laurent, but we are planning to focus probably more on Moroccan or Arabic cinema, uh, having guests. We are partners with, uh, with the International Film Festival of Marrakech. Oh, brilliant. And, and uh, we will give the auditorium, I mean, it's a partnership, of course, but during, uh, during the week we'll be mm -hmm. working together and we'll be screening uh, more like auteur, auteur type of, uh, of movies. Uh, so we have a strong partnership with them uh, for, the, uh, for, the next, uh, for the next festival. Mm -hmm. The idea, I mean, what I wanted to do, of course, we won't invent everything. Of course, we have our programs and so on. We are pro proposing a lot of things to, to of course, foreigners, I mean, mm -hmm. of course, I mean, people that are yeah. coming to the garden and, mm -hmm. and say that we have 90% of, of, of foreigners visiting the garden. But what we are aiming to do is to develop a local uh, a local uh, public. And um, this is why we're doing this, uh, this Cineclub project. Uh, but uh, maybe I wanted to talk about something a little bit before. But anyway, mm -hmm. I, what is the next, the new thing we, we're going to do this, uh, this year? Uh, we've been working the past five months on an uh, educational program and the idea is to welcome all the kids uh, from public schools uh, surrounding first the Jardin Majorelle and for the, I mean, the, the next year we will go further but the idea we're working with 10 schools, public, I mean, public schools here mm -hmm. in Marrakech, uh, young kids from 7 to 18, basically mm -hmm. from primary school to, uh, yeah. to, to high school, mm -hmm. obviously. And uh, we've been thinking of uh, of, uh, of workshops and visits organized together with the University of Kaliayat, you know, the, yeah. the students from the Heritage uh, Masters oh, wow. will be the, the guide, I mean, they've, been, they've been trained by us and then mm -hmm. they welcome the kids, all of course organized by us. We already have a partnership with 10 schools and what we are aiming to do is to welcome them both at the Jardin Majorel, the Musée Saint Laurent and the Beaver Museum. Uh, the idea is really that uh, we're not, you know, uh, off the ground, I mean, they really belong to our geography and, and to start with the Moroccans and the Moroccans that are living next door. Mm -hmm. So this is the next, uh, the next step, an important one, because mm -hmm. it was quite demanding in terms of organization and, uh, and finding the programs to visit. Yeah. Uh, we would take advantage of the YSM museum is closed on Wednesday to welcome the kids that day so they can really have the space for them, mm -hmm. because of course we want to, to talk to all the public, but yeah. month after month there are more and more visitors mm -hmm. and we have to find the right moment to welcome every single specific public uh, properly. So, so what else? I mean, exhibitions, <laughs> uh, concerts, of course we, did, we, we are still uh, broadcasting live the, the Opéra de Paris, mm -hmm. I mean Opéras yeah. and Ballets. Uh, we will be once again partners of Festival En Marche of Contemporary Dance. Yes. The idea, yes, I'm just going back to what I said before, mm -hmm. uh, we, are, we have our programs, but I, what, what we wanted to do and what Pierre Berger wanted, and we all agree on that, is really to be to welcome all the goodwills here in Marrakech and the people, the artists, uh, the performers who are doing a, a great mm -hmm. job and to give them the opportunity to express their, their creation within the world. <laughs> And to, to take advantage of our visibility, because mm -hmm. we are, uh, I mean, I won't lie, we have a, 
the credible thing. Yes. And we want to we want to share to share it with them. So with that, I know for as part of the Moroccans exhibit, there's a special entrance, so everybody can come in. There's no entrance fee. No, that, that was. I mean, it's being thought this way. Mm-hmm. You have two accesses: one from the museum and mm-hmm. one from the outside. And there was a specific uh, desire of Pierre Berger who said yes, maybe sometimes we want to, to ask for a fee or mm-hmm. we want to be more open and uh, this is our fourth exhibition that was really the idea, uh, the topic, the mm-hmm. artists, uh, mm-hmm. I think all, 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 all of this made, uh, made logical that we would try to be this new entrance at the mm-hmm. north side of the, of the museum at the route. Uh, to give a free access to all uh, to everyone, and we've been criticizing a lot, mm-hmm. adding a lot everywhere yep. to say, okay, this is a major exhibition by a very very interesting uh, Moroccan artist, Sadi died sadly mm-hmm. almost three years ago, but it's about Moroccans. It's for everyone, but it's also for mm-hmm. Moroccans, uh, a kind of of neuroplast. I mean, just mm-hmm. to get yourself in those eyes of I mean of, of Leila's eyes. Yeah. Which uh, who could capture really uh, the beauty and uh, the source of her fellow citizens. So then, how has the museum been received by the public? Mm. So far, so good. Like <laughs> I mean, the, lo- the local, uh, the local population. Mm-hmm. The local, as I said, I mean, we have probably ten percent of um, of Moroccan, which is not enough yet. We have to work on that. You know, I think it's not a question of Saint Laurent Museum or of being called a mm-hmm. Saint Laurent Museum. It's just being a museum, mm-hmm. full stop. And we're doing that, uh, that, that project towards the, the kids. It's because we have to, to make, to, I mean, to feel, I mean, to, to explain, to make understandable to the kids that, you know, a museum belongs to everyone. Mm-hmm. And, and as you probably know, uh, here the schools uh, they, 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 they cannot they cannot afford it you know, to yeah. bring the kids to mm-hmm. so of course we we in charge of all everything mm-hmm. buses to mm-hmm. to bring the kids we would do that yeah but to make them very young understand mm-hmm. that the museum belongs to everyone mm-hmm. and um, this is, I think most of the people even next door I mean in the neighborhood they say okay this is not forest this is Jardin Majorelle this is Musée Saint Laurent this is for foreigners and this is definitely not what I want people to think so. We are trying slowly but surely mm-hmm. to to make this place belong to, to who it belongs. And, First Moroccans. And what I understand, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that all of the money, like all the entrance fees and whatnot, it goes back it's part of the foundation, but it goes right back into the community. Is that yeah, correct? I mean, in, uh, right back. I mean, we are a foundation, so definitely mm-hmm. non-for-profit uh, mm-hmm. foundation. So every single ticket that is bought is reinvested in maintaining the buildings. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the sites, the garden, the gardens, mm-hmm. we have 200 people working here, mm-hmm. which is a lot. I mean, yeah. I mean on, on top of that, we are an important employer yes. here in, in Marrakech to, to fight AIDS, to, to, to help uh, I mean, disabled people. To, I mean, we have many, many different kinds of, uh, of charities, mm-hmm. but also uh, educational programs and, and all kinds of, uh, of, uh, of philanthropic projects. And uh, yeah, we're investing, extending, growing, mm-hmm. and at the same time helping. So, so it's a non-for-profit, and it's a it's a real non-for-profit foundation. And so, you talked about about some of the art exhibitions. Is there anything else that we can expect as the general public over the coming year? I think we're trying to, to develop new partnerships and enhance new publics. Yeah. So uh, I remember when we did this performance in the auditorium 
which was fully packed and, and I've seen that wow. 180 people on stage, people everywhere on balconies and so on. It was, it was during the festival in March. Oh, yes. In March. Uh -huh. And uh, it was uh, Hadra, a very, very good performance by uh -huh. a, a very talented uh, dancer. And I've seen a public that I've never seen before. And that's the same sometimes for the for the, the Cine Club and when we doing we are partners of uh, Spectacle pour tous, uh, mm -hmm. which is an association based in, in Tanger, Tanger, and he's doing workshops here in the Eureka Valley. And uh, next, I mean, in October, he brings all the kids from the Eureka and, and the families within the, the auditorium to perform in Darija. So amazing. Yes, I mean, we really want to, first, of course, we are, we are sponsoring, helping projects, but we want, we just don't want to give money, right? we want yes. in, in the building just to, to develop uh, new connections with them, to, to make them understand once again that this, this vision is theirs too. Mm -hmm. That's uh, our goal. Yeah, fabulous. Well, I think it all sounds very exciting. I, I'm a member, I love coming. I, Whenever I feel the need to get rid of, like, get away from the hustle and bustle, the cafe here is just like such a nice place to relax. So. Apparently, the public is very happy. I'm, and I might too, but uh, yeah. I'm happy to. Yeah, so the feedback globally mm -hmm. is very good. And uh, mm -hmm. or once again, our goal is really to develop more the local and community public here in Marrakesh tomorrow. Thank you so much and really like best of luck as you go into your second year. I'm sure Very you. <laughs> but yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. I have loved the Yves Saint Laurent Museum since I had a preview three weeks prior to its opening back in 2017 with Bjorn as I covered the event for one of my favorite magazines. If you're coming to Marrakesh, do not miss this place. The architecture, the permanent exhibition hall, the bookshop, it's all fabulous. And if you're coming to Marrakesh and want to explore the city with a local, join us for one of our private tasting Marrakesh tours combining food and culture. You know, some of my favorite things. Our website is tasting-marrakesh.com for more details. That's Marrakesh with a C-H. And all of our tours are private and bespoke, so we only take you to the places that are of interest to you. But for now, it's time to say see you in two weeks. And given that it's high season for art exhibition openings, I'll be sitting down to discuss one of my favorite street art projects in Morocco. See you then.